What's up, y'all? Welcome to Two Brothers. Whoa. Two Brothers. That's it. Two Brothers, man. This is... I think I shot him this first time. He's missing. He's missing. He's taking care of some stuff, as is Chris. But you got me. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. And you got Richard, the critical one, Wilson. Yeah, we're going to talk superheroes, movies, TV, comics, anime, action figures, and more. But first, Rich, today we're talking about Indiana Jones. The last, last crusade. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But but before then, how is your week, man? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? My week's all right. I watched, uh, I'm still watching, was it Love Island? I forgot what it was. Too hot to handle. I was watching Love Island with my girl a little bit. Not going to lie. Um, is realized... Love Island the one where like other people from other shows show up too? Is that the one? I don't think so. No, it was just just a bunch of like random twenty year olds, maybe a thirty year old, and they're all looking for love, and they're like swapping off. And I'm not really sure if there's what's the end result. Like you find someone to be with, and there's a like a prize money at the end. I'm not sure, but I found that it was boring compared mm. to Too Hot to Handle. Because Too Hot to Handle was like there was consequences for doing things, right? You, yeah. you there's there was a prize pot, and every time you did something. You, that, that that amount dwindled. I had a hard time with two. I, I I get some guys, but are are you that horny? Were you about to just throw away the bag? Do I forget I, what it's like to be twenty two? Like millions of dollars just hold out for two weeks. I mean, actually, it's not millions. It's like hundreds of thousands. But. <laughs> <laughs> But like only one couple gets it, so one couple will split it. So man, I don't know. I don't know. What uh what else? What else? What else? I mean, I watch some anime. Listen, yeah. Hell's Paradise. Yeah. Still a banger. I I need to get crunchy. I was looking for it like on like Hulu or something. If it was no, still it's on Crunchy. Yo, Crunchy's free. You're gonna watch you're gonna watch some commercials on Crunchy. Unless you pay with the subscription fee, but you can watch it for free. Did you know how like some TVs have their own built-in smart whatever? I don't think Crunchy shows yeah. up on one of my the TVs. So uh, I have to, it's gonna be a Roku thing, but you know, I was in the bedroom. I want to watch some Hell's Paradise, and I couldn't. I wanted to try try looking at it on on, on um. I was about to say Cinemax, uh, Max, HBO Max, Max. Oh, I think they they show. Some, I don't think they showed off full catalog of Crunchy. I could be wrong. It could be coming off of just Adult Swim. Okay. So, you know, just double check on that. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's really it. Yeah, that's a good week. Yeah, that's preparing, good week preparing for this trip. Preparing for my the vacation. cruise. You're going on a cruise with my family, yeah. and I'm not going. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, enjoy, man. Get ready. Uh, my week. I jumped back into Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Whatever. The Ghost video game. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Got it on my PS5. It was on PS4. Been playing a little bit of that. And uh, I started watching... Um, what did I start? Oh, freaking The Witcher. Started watching The Witcher with the wife. Oh, yes. I started watching it too. Yes, yes, yes. I, that. <laughs> I have a hard time with that show, man. Why? What's wrong? I feel like they try to be smart like Game of Thrones. When all I really want to watch is Henry Cavill just slash stuff up. And when and he I, does it, it is spectacular. But I feel like when he, 
outside of that, he's not in it that much. And I'm like, is this not called The Witcher? Like, well, I get the whole elves and the this and the, those factions, but I'm like, where's Geralt? Yeah, yeah. Give me some right. Geralt. Yeah, I did. I kind of find myself kind of swaying a little bit, kind of losing my attention. But then when, you know, Capital's on there, I'm like, okay, something's about to happen. So You know something's about to happen. Something's about to happen. Man, so, and yeah, I just want more of him just killing stuff. Like, it don't have to be Game of Thrones. Just just give me him killing monsters. Uh, okay. But it's enjoyable so far. Me and the wife are watching it. All right. And I think that's about it. That's all I can think of that I did this week. Yeah. Easy, chill week, man. But Rich, do so, you have a question for me? Uh, I do have a question for you. All right. Actually, it's not even a question. It's just uh, something that happened the other mm. night. Okay. Listen, Batman invited all the superheroes to an evening of disgusting Bitcoin investments. Superman didn't go because it was crypto night. <laughs> I'm giving you finger guns, Rich. I wanted to hate on you because you hate on me all the time. Crypto night, you know? But that was good. Crypto night. I felt like you added in dirty investments. Dirty? No, Bitcoin investments. Bitcoin investments. No, I think what you said, they all got together for some... You said something. An, an evening of discussing Bitcoin investments. Oh, I thought you said an evening of disgusting investments. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> What's happening this night? Well done, Rich. Finger guns all day long. But now we're going to go down the street, make a left at the stop sign. We're going to go right through the do not enter sign. And we'll be at the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something off our comic book shelf, out of our video game case, out of our toy chest, we showcase it to the world. It could be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Rich, you might as well go first, man. Yeah, I'll go first. I went to, after seeing your, your text um, for the the gargoyle yeah. at, your, at your Target, yeah. I... I went to go my I went to my local Target and I didn't find that one. I didn't see that one. My local Target's like in disarray. It has a decent selection, but it's just in disarray. But um, I found this one. I found another Goliath. I didn't know if you were gonna go for that one. I didn't know you were gonna go for that one. Yeah, but it's like from the game, so it's kind of like the way it's, the way it's painted is like shady. And he comes with both sets of wings, like off the rip, like the first one should have. Uh, yeah, I'm like that's <laughs> wild. But to get better, better, like the shading is like how the how it was in the game, and you yeah. kind of see like in the wing there's like a little digitized back there. Wow! But yeah, it's pretty dope looking. At first, I, I was like, nah, I didn't know, know you were gonna go for that. I, yeah, I thought, I, was, I thought you were gonna pass on that one. I looked at it. I guess the main thing that really got me was just like it's like a darker shade of like kind of a gray, and then the the red eyes. Like you got red eyes all the way through. That looks dope. Right have you, are the do you have these on display? I do. They're up here. For those listening, you can't see it, but if you go to our They're YouTube channel there. and watch Collector's Corner, we have this video. That's fire. But my Demona keeps falling down because I guess the wings are too heavy and her her leg her leg joints are too weak. So I they don't have a, a a stand uh, a figure stand. You know, a little no. Peg I bought hole. the I bought the peg. Um, I bought the the bases. Like mm-hmm. the little flat, the red black bases, but the her legs are just too weak for the for the wings. So I need to get a 
I need to get one of the ones that kind of wrap around the ra- waist. Yeah. So some of I don't know. Check check some of your McFarlane figures if you don't have them um, unboxed. Sometimes Superman or that's because you have the Superman Devastator joint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Devastator. Um, uh, Batman Doomsday or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I wonder if Superman comes with a flight stand. If so, you can do the same thing. I, like, I gotta see if she. I gotta see if she has a. Well, I'll check when I when I open that up. Yeah. I yeah. looked at the resale on that one. It's not that much. I'm like, yeah, okay. I might open it up now. That's been you've had that for a year in box. Yeah, I had I it think. for a while. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh me, dude. So I sent you guys a picture. Uh there's already an unboxing on YouTube, but I'm not even a Ninja Turtle collector like that. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the images of that new animated movie and saw the freaking toys, it's like I had to do it. Look mm-hmm. at this joint. First up, I got Donatello and I love the way they look. They look like actual teenagers. He yeah. comes with glasses, his bow staff. He comes with a belly bag with an iPhone sticking out. <laughs> and for the, what's really great about them is like they all have different uh, sculpts, right? Nice. So all their bodies are... Michelangelo is the smallest, and he's yeah. the goofiest looking. Yeah. And they all have their own unique sculpt. Like Leonardo is similar to Donatello, but he's more muscular. Raphael's the most jacked one, and they all yeah. have their own. I, this is what I thought we were playing with when we were kids, but they were just the same exact they toy painted differently. All the same, <laughs> yeah, the same they were all the same. But the detail, and they're only like ten bucks, and the oh, detail okay. is is really great. Check out uh, our YouTube channel, and you can see the uh, the unboxing. What's also cool is they come with uh, remember those weapons trays from back in the day. Yeah. It comes with it. But here's what's so unique. And those listening, I'll try to describe it. They all have throwing stars, right? They all have come with throwing stars. But everything, even if it's similar, it's different. So you have like Donatello's throwing star, oh, right? Okay. Which is different than uh which is different than like Raphael's throwing star. Oh, which yeah. is more crude. Which is different. Then Leo's throwing star, which is like does the job but not as sophisticated. And then you have this throwing star, which I think is my no. This is I got them mixed up, Rich. This is Michelangelo's throwing star. Does it even look like it works? Okay. For basically, for those listening that can't see this, you're missing out on the fun. Check out our YouTube channel. Basically, it's really cool that even their little weapons packs, all their weapons are slightly different. Like you have that blade right there. It looks like that on that one. You know, that blade that goes at the end of the chain. But then on this bad boy right here, they look like this. Much more cleaner. It's just yeah. more personality. So it's really freaking dope. I'm I'm very happy. If you're a Turtles fan, I highly suggest you get this joint. Rich, man. So those were toys. But I want something a little more adult, something a little more sophisticated, something a little moist. And you get that in the alley. You get that in that. All right. Anyway, so (laughs) the the finale of Demon Slayer has been aired. And man, if y'all are not watching that, have not seen it, I suggest you turn. No, don't turn this off. I suggest right after this, (laughs) you go look at that. Because not to spoil anything, when I say it is a banger and there's some just major breakthroughs on that, 
Yeah. Y'all need to go watch it. What I mean, what what are y'all doing with your lives? What am I doing with my life? So on the scale of like best anime finales, would you say this is one of the best conclusions? I'll say yeah, it's one of the best conclusions. Wow. And it's done. Like they're not coming out with movies or like it's finished. Stories wrapped up. Demon Slayer? No, they're coming out. They're coming out with some new stuff. Oh, allegedly. So this is just the, the 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 season finale. Oh, I thought it was yeah. a series finale. Oh, no, so okay. No. What season are they on? Uh, uh, I think it's like five. Man. I want to say. I'm gonna jump back in. I'm gonna jump. I, you need to. I, I know. mean, my man. I was watching here. it, but you know, like when you watch My Hero Academia and you watch these. The beginning kind of feels similar. Young guy thrown in the world has to learn these skills to survive, and he's pretty yeah. innocent. So I felt like I was watching too many of those mm, back to that. back. But now I've had some time, so I think I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna jump back in. Everyone's talking about Demon Slayer, bro. It's it's dope. It's dope, <laughs> right? Okay, what am I doing with my life? That's. A very good question. Well, I guess you can't say much more because then you'd be spoiling it. Don't yeah, spoil I'm, it. I'm trying not to spoil it for all Don't y'all. spoil Just it. Go and watch it. Just watch it. It's a what are you doing with your life? Yeah. And it's very rich. The content's very it's rich. Very. Yeah. Get okay. up in it. And then also uh, Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise is doing things out here. You know, there's the guy on TikTok that was going over all the animes that he loves this year. And mm-hmm. Hell's Paradise, like at the top of the list, like it's hitting. Yo, it was a sleeper. No one was talking about it. It wasn't being pushed like that. And it, I just just put it on. And it was like, what is this? Yeah. It's great. It why really is it a sleeper? Great. Like, why why is it not I don't being know. pushed? I don't know. But people are starting to talk about it now. Yeah. Like, people that are really into anime. But, like, it really wasn't one of those things that was, like, really promoted. Like, you, you'll see, you'll see like, My Hero Academia. You'll see Demon Slayer. People will talk about all that, right? They'll jump oh, yeah. on the bandwagon for that. But like this one, I don't, I don't know, maybe it was an advertisement thing. I, I, I'm like, not 100%. The way Chainsaw Man was advertised before yeah, it came like out, Chainsaw like we was Man getting was ready for that. Everywhere. Like every, yeah. people were making edits and cuts and reels and shorts and everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. But now it's like, yo, this right here? Yeah. Y'all need to be talking about this. All right. Which one? Wait, wait, wait. Should I jump back into Demon Slayer or start watching Hell's Paradise right now? Well, Hell's Paradise is just one season, so just do that one. Is uh, the first how, season's already finished? It's I'm not. Sh- I don't think it's finished yet. But uh, just jump in. Just jump into Hell pa- Hell's Paradise. Most of it is uh is dubbed, so yes. you're gonna you're gonna get to a point. <laughs> yes, I can't stand it. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> but uh, most of it's dubbed. Um, I think I'm like a couple of episodes off. It might be done because I'm at I'm at uh, episode eleven, and that's actually dubbed. So everything is dubbed up for the most part. So by the time I catch up to you, it probably will be done. Yeah, yeah. All right, you said it. You've been talking about this for I felt like two months. You've been telling us Hell's Paradise, Hell's Paradise. Even when you're talking about other anime, we find a way to get back to Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise, man. Y'all need to be watching this. Man, we will. And maybe we'll do a review if I catch up in time. We'll, we'll review the season. That'd right, be let's fun. Let's do it. All let's right. do it, man. Um, yo, let's get into some news. Rich. What's up? So, 
Spider-Verse has hit $600 million worldwide. Now, for an animated movie, that's big. Mario hit a billion, but that's unheard of. And he's been around since like 1983. Mm. But $600 million is crazy for an animated movie to just be in the box office, killing live-action movies in the same genre. Destroying Uh, Captain Captain America 4 cinematographer confirms that it has finished shooting. So oh. with all the writer's strike stuff, at least we know we're going to get the uh, Falcon Captain America movie probably coming out on time. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, there is pictures of uh, them shooting Sandman season two. Uh, oh, so, we're, right. so, so they're in production. And it looks like we're seeing... Uh, what was the Sandman's name again? His name was... Uh, uh. What was oh, his man. name? Morpheus. Morpheus. He's with his son Orpheus. <laughs> and if you guys look, you guys can see the picture go online. Like his son is wearing the same things, like in white. Okay. I don't know the story, but that, that that's pretty cool to see him. I guess. I guess uh, if you've been alive this long, you would have spawned. You would have children. I, yeah, I guess so. I just, I, 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 he must be in book two because I haven't seen that. I haven't listened to that one, I should say. Yeah, I forgot you have been listening to those. Um, the Boys season four won't premiere until after the writer's strike. When is the writer's strike over? No one knows because it's still going on. So okay. we're not going to get the Boys season four when we're supposed to get it, which sucks. That does suck. It sucks. How long, does, th- how long does the strike usually last? Like, how long did the last one last? Seven months, I think. Okay. <laughs> wow. I don't think this is going to last that long. The actors are talking about going on strike, so their uh. negotiations are supposed to be up June 30th, but they've extended their negotiations until like July 12th. Okay. And I guess when you're extending negotiations, that means both sides are talking. So hopefully when they fix it, if they get things right with the actors, I feel like that should also trickle down to getting things right with the writers because the writers and the actors kind of want the same thing. Mm. Uh, and then hopefully people will get back to work, get paid what they're worth. And, I mean, the dude from freaking who created Squid Games was like Netflix made a billion off of that or something. And he didn't get a cent of that. Wow. He got paid as a creator and a producer, but as far as like what this thing made, right. he doesn't touch it. So you kind of jump into the idea of are these guys just works for hire mm. or should they be given the credit and paid as if they're the chefs in the kitchen? Mm. Like every time you use my product, I should get a little something off of it. I, I mean, that, that that's where the negotiations are. But Yeah, uh, I feel like that should be the thing, right? It was a thing. All right, for those who don't understand about the writer's strike, I'm about to bore you real quick. So back in the day, Rich, when you watch TV shows, like what did you watch? You watched Martin. Let's say you watched Martin back in the day. Fox made Martin. Mm. Martin went into syndication. So Fox took Martin and sold it to different markets, internationally and nationally. That's why if you turn on TBS, Martin might be on. You turn on Comedy Central, Martin might be on. VH1, Martin might be on. And every time it airs somewhere, the actors and writers get a nice check. And it's still going. Now, what happens when Fox decides to create their own streaming platform, and instead of selling off their shows in other markets, they just take that show and put it directly on their streaming platform. 
you're getting the same amount of views because it's online, but you're not right. paying your actors and writers oh. as if you sold it in different markets. So all that of a sudden, these artists who most of the time are in between gigs, but able to make, you know keep a consistent lifestyle, right. now all of a sudden, after they get paid for this wonderful job, see nothing while they wait on the next one to come from wherever, the cosmos. That's crazy. All right. So, yeah. So, streaming is cutting it to the checks over here. Oh, big time. Because if you're keeping everything in-house, people got paid when you sold it to other houses. But while you're keeping it in-house, you still got the same size audience watching. You loophole the whole thing. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're arguing over that in AI. Uh, Aquaman 2 director says the sequel will be a standalone. It's not going to connect to Snyder. I think all the cameos they shot or thinking about shooting might be cut out. And I had an I had a thought about this, Rich. Remember uh, when we did the Flash and in the post credit, we talked about how like whack that Aquaman post credit was because it meant nothing. Yes. I thought about it some more, and I think it meant everything. The Flash said to Aquaman, you know, I've been to all these different these different Earths, and I saw, like, different Batmans, but you're kind of the same in every one. You're kind of like this lovable, likable lush in every universe. Okay. And I felt like that's kind of a throwaway line. But then I thought, wait a minute. If you're rebooting your universe, starting anew, but you wanted to keep Jason Momoa as Aquaman, Hmm. wouldn't you throw in a line saying, you're pretty much the same in every single Earth? So no matter what we do going forward, we can always say that Aquaman movie fits in this new universe. I I guess, yeah, we can do that now, yeah. Dude, because the last Aquaman film made a billion dollars in the box office. Did it? It did. (laughs) I don't know. It did. Jason Momoa is just as likable as he was back then. And if this movie does well, he might be one of the characters you want to keep going forward if you're going to have an Aquaman. Okay. All right. I don't know. And the first movie didn't tie into anything. There were no one from the Justice League showed up like nothing. Yeah, It was on its own. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yo, Secret Invasion Episode 1 lost viewership it was, a, it was the second lowest for disney a disney show um it was higher than miss marvel but okay. second lowest which is kind of crazy for what it is and i forgot to tell you i did watch episode two. Oh, uh, okay how was that did it, did it get any better no it uh. felt it felt like it has all, you know, like when someone's making a stew and you see the groceries and the cut of beef they got and like all yeah. the ingredients are there. Right. But there's something about the way you made this stew. It's not hitting. I will say what I did enjoy about episode two, spoiler it is, they use the events of Captain Marvel to kind of recap us in. Okay. So you see, it says like 1995 and you see moments in Captain Marvel that got us here and then they do a flashback that they recreated in 1997 where mm. you see Nick Fury meet a teenaged Gravik for the first time. Okay. I almost felt like th- these elements were in episode one. It right. would have felt 
tied it together a little bit, right? It wouldn't feel like they're just throwing stuff against the wall. But yeah, it would have felt like this is a direct sequel to Captain Marvel. So, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, man. Uh, it's too bad Jack's not here because you're not going to care about this, but I do. James Gunn has found his Superman and Lois Lane. Richie suck, man. Joy. <laughs> this is the biggest news of the week. Oh, he found man. his Superman there and Lois Lane. Shameful. Dave and Corin Sweat and Rachel Brosnahan. So sorry, Brosnahan. Now, Rachel Brosnahan, I heard she kills it in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, everyone that heard about her casting was like, she's going to be the goat low sling. Like, it's effortless. And David Cornsweet, they're like, this dude looks like a younger Henry Cavill. The Cavill stands are pissed off, Rich. Oh, okay. They're like, you got a bargain basement Henry Cavill. <laughs> and it's like, but the real fans are like, so you're mad that they got an actor who looks like a guy who looks like Superman. Shouldn't all your actors kind of look like Superman? If they all right. kind of look like Superman, they all probably look sort of similar. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this casting, especially since it looks like we're getting a kind, optimistic, hopeful Superman. Uh, of course, Henry Cavill could have played all those qualities, just not in the movie that was given to him. I'm very excited, Rich. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's you're everything. Not, you're you're, you you're not gonna watch this new Superman movie. What? Wait, no, he's not gonna be. In, it's not. A, it's not a movie. It's a series, right? Rich, this is the movie. Oh, I'll probably this watch the movie. The, yeah, this is the James Gunn's directing it. Okay, and I'm writing it. I'll sit down and probably watch the movie, but I'm not sitting there watching episodes of Superman no, Lois. This is not Lois. Superman. First of all, watch your mouth, <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Superman and Lois is amazing. But no, this is for the new Superman movie. That's why all the Henry Cavill Snyder fans are pissed off. Oh, they'll be all right. Yeah. They, they, they're acting like I'm moving on. I don't want to get on. <laughs> um, Jack is in the building. The shot of milk has arrived in just in time. Yo, I, I ain't going to be here very long, though. But, you know, I'm sitting here going 106 episodes. Am I really not going to at least make a cameo? Come on now. Gotta make it. Well, Jack, you're right on time because I just gave Rich the new uh, casting for the Superman movie. And I was like, his reaction is so lame because <laughs> he doesn't care at all. All right, let, like, me say, let me say this. One, first, let me apologize. I'm driving in a car. I'm headed back to the hospital. It's been an adventurous trip to say the least. So I apologize for the quality of the sound now superman casting here's what i'll say lawrence come on jack it's been a long damn time since we've had a juilliard trained actor in the role and the last time we had a juilliard trained actor in the role his name my friend was christopher reeves yes sir so yes, sir. this guy's got big shoes to fill but they put an actor in the role, and the guy exudes charm and wholesomeness. And if you don't have charm and wholesomeness in your Superman, you don't have a Superman. Boom. You heard it, Rich. And do okay. 6'4". He's 6'4". 
He's six okay. Four, right? So he's he, six four. he he can physically do it. The actors they got for Lois Lane's been killing it are marvelous, Mrs. Maisel. So it's like they got the perfect. They they cast it right. Yeah, and she's a beast, and she's so good. Anyone who hasn't been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it also yielded us Shazam, and Zachary was pretty damn fun in that role. So come on now. Dude, so and she looks like your your classic nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, nineteen fifties Lois Lane take. You know, she's she's got they, it. They both do. They both look like they were ripped out of the nineteen fifties comic book, and that's where the charm came from. You know, that's where that sort of charm started in Superman comics. The forties and thirties, they were still kind of find it. Like fifties and on is where you got that kind of romantic that. Silver Age charm, man. And Rich, we're excited for it because I get why the Cavill fans are mad. We were talking about this before you came on because he never got a fair shot. And obviously, he has the chops to give us the Superman we want. But he was not, he just wasn't in the right films. It it is what it is. Yeah. You listen to Cavill talk about it. It wasn't a deficit in his ability to understand or perform the role. No. Matter of fact, the reason why. We are all mad that Cavill didn't get his shot. It has nothing to do from him playing Superman. It's all the interviews and watching him in other work that made us go, why are they not using how charming he is? Yo, He's the, charming in everything else. <laughs> right when he got cast, a movie called Immortals came out or something like that. It was mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. And I watched him in that and I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. Yeah. This guy's going to be great. And then I saw him after that, after Man of Steel came out, he was in that film with Army Hammer, uh, The Man from Tomorrow, and he was so funny and easy to watch. And I'm like, why are they not using any of his charisma for Superman? Like, none of it. But um, another bit of news, Idris Elba talked about how he was excited about playing James Bond when the rumors started, but then was quickly like, I don't want to do it because he was just tired of hearing all the racist comments. Oh, yeah. It's just... Which I will say in the last Bond movie, we did have a black female Bond, uh, not Bond, but black female uh, 007. She did get 007 status. She was 007. So, so the James Bond franchise did lift their finger to everyone who had something to say. They did. They did. <laughs> I didn't put right, that right. together. I didn't put that together. And last bit of news, Chadwick Boseman is receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, as he should. Before Black right. Panther, this guy killed it in Thurgood Marshall. He killed it as Jackie Robinson. I mean, he literally played like almost every black historical figure leading up. And his uh, his James Brown was amazing. So that's right. good to good hear. For him. That's good, good for to that hear. whole family, that whole camp. Jack, let's see if you can stick around for this quick debate, man. If you guys could be a sidekick to any superhero, you don't get their powers. So if they're from Krypton, you're not just from Krypton because you're their young sidekick. But you could learn their skills and maybe you can get access to some of their thingamajobs. Which mm-hmm. superhero, that's a technical term, Rich, which superhero would you choose and why? Um. So let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yes! Well, how can you not say... Hey! Well done, Rich. Well done. I mean, how do you not say Superman, though? I'd be like, my pal Jimmy Olsen, but I'd be like, my pal Jackie Walker Pearson. 
You want to be Superman's sidekick, which means you do nothing. I would get like a cool watch nothing. and I could signal him all the time. I'd keep my nine to five job. I'd have ulcers and this, he'd be saving me all the time. You know, remember, sounds... remember, I'd be like climbing the ladder on top of the fiery building to snap off a few photos, knowing that he'd catch me after I fell. You want to be his damsel in distress. Amen. Wow. You were kind of, you're like that Eminem song, Stan. Stan. You're just like this super, <laughs> yeah. super Superman fan. And in your mind, you think you're his sidekick, but he's like, I wish this kid was. He's like, this guy just keeps putting himself in danger. Jack, I mean, what's scary. the alternative? You say like uh, what Power Rangers, hoping that one of them goes nuts and you get their their thing. No, Jack, I'm I'm the Black Panther's apprentice slash sidekick, and he's gonna first. Well, of all, hey, notice how he said apprentice. Sidekick. You slipped that there. You know, in there. <laughs> I'm gonna be his sidekick. He's going to teach me all the martial arts. He's going to teach me all science. He's going to teach me everything he knows. And then he's going to give me a taste of that freaking flower, uh -huh. man. And I'm and getting powers with him. What's your sidekick name? No, no, no. My no, sidekick no. name? No, no, no. You wouldn't get that flower because you're not, you're, not you're not in the bloodline yeah. for the throne. Yeah, you're not Wakanda. No, sure. Shuri got the flower, and she's not going for the flower. She's Wakandan. She's Wakandan. Maybe I find out I'm from Wakanda, and I was what's like, your, okay. what's, your, what's your name? What's your name? That's what I want to know. What's My name? Brown, like... Brown Panther. Brown. <laughs> oh, God. Fine, fine. My runner-up, then, is I am Tony Stark's sidekick. And, yes, I do get my own suit of freaking armor, okay? You could have gotten a suit of armor with the Black Panther, but you didn't, you didn't even think of that. But I want to fly, Rich. You could fly. They, they were flying. The the the, uh, the bodyguard. What's her name? And her sister. I am Iron Kid. Iron okay. Kid. Tony Iron Stark's kid. sidekick. Iron Kid. That's the best. That's your best name. You're 20 years old. Why are you Iron Kid? Wow. 20. What's you? What's yours, Rich? <laughs> yeah, this should be an easy victory, Rick. I mean, mine. Listen, mine's. Don't I'll probably that. die. I'll probably die quick, but he'll he'll teach me martial arts. He'll teach me gun training because before he got his powers or before his powers activated, you know, he was a he was a proficient killer. Okay. Do not say Deadpool. I swear, if you say Deadpool, because okay. you wouldn't last ten minutes. He's gonna leave you for dead. Yeah, you know, I'm, Deadpool no, sidekicks no. are just shields, and he doesn't yeah, even need. No. You're no. just a, yeah, yeah. You're just target Hear practice. Me out. Hear me out. Your yeah. name's gonna be Bullseye. That's your, that's my your name. Sidekick my name. name will be the Human Shield because I will wear nothing wow. but body armor. Wow. But that's actually but great. That's actually a great sidekick for, for he'll, the Deadpool. He'll, funny. he'll still teach funny. me to kick ass and take names. Yeah, I got I got a whole bunch of guns with me. We good. I'm I'm gonna take somebody out with me. You know what? I have to say that I think I won in a practical sense. But like, if I was writing a comic book, no, Rich's yeah. idea. Yeah. I was like writing a story. I, yeah. No one wants to be the human shield. But if there was a human shield in Deadpool 3, this like 20-year-old kid who's like, I'm human yeah. shield. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Well done, Rich. Well freaking done. Mm -hmm. Jack, do you got time to weigh in on Indiana Jones? We yeah, let me, uh, let me give you like, I'll, I'll be brief and then I'll bounce. Okay. Let's right. get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Two Brothers in a Shot of Milk. I'm Lawrence. We got Jack. We got Rich. And today we're talking about Indiana Jones and the last, last, last crusade. Or <laughs> the, the last until next last. Until the next last. Spoiler-free review. 
Here we go really quick. Jackie Boy's got to run, but we want to hear his thoughts. Yeah, he might be the only one here that liked the movie. So I think it's important to hear his thoughts. I heard Chris liked it. We'll never know. We'll never know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Archaeologist Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary artifact that can change the course of history. Again, race against time, Jack. Didn't wasn't that in the last? It's in everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I wrote my first film, A Loss of Shadows, that same sentence was in my synopsis too. I think you're 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 in rarefied air, my friend. You're in but that was like yeah, but that was like 15 years ago when I wrote it. Yes, and it was your first thing. These right. guys have been writing synopsis for 30 years. Come on, um, Jack. Spoiler-free thoughts. All right, spoiler-free. It's not great, but uh, listen, I enjoyed it. I know there are a lot of geriatric jokes floating around, but you can all sit on that, you racist bastards, because this movie... I don't, I don't know if that's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Ageist... if Okay, let me read. Ageist bastards, because this movie was enjoyable, right? It's not great. It's not without its flaws. But it's Indiana Jones, it's Harrison Ford being coming back, and it's not Crystal Skull. This movie was fun. Rich? I mean, I just watched a movie of a crotchety old man that didn't want to do anything but sit down and watch TV. True. That's that's also true. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, I was trying to find the right words. I didn't think it was good, but I didn't think it was bad. And I and I hit and it hit me. This movie's tired. I felt tired. I felt he very was tired. tired. And he was tired. And here's my thing, spoiler free. Everything about Indiana Jones had 80s charm. Your hero who's kind of like die hard, he messes up, makes mistakes, but he oozes charm and charisma. He's super likable. You take those traits away, then I'm on an adventure with someone I don't like. And the adventure is very similar to the other adventures I've watched since. Go on. So for me, I like Crystal Skull better than this because I like Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull better than the Indiana Jones in this movie. And I like them better. And that's well, all I can really say before we get in spoiler territory. Can we just jump in what jump in real quick? Yeah, let's spoil sure. it. Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably not going to survive the whole take. No, uh, we're not going to do a recap. We'll just we'll just go. We'll just fire off, and I'll recap. In, later. in an interview, Harrison Ford was asked, "If you had the dial of destiny, where would you go?" And he answered, "Home. I'd go home." <laughs> so, right off the bat, you kind of that's that's the vibe of a lot of a lot of the performance. Um, the CGI was funny at some points, it looked flawless, and at other points, he looked plasticky, right? Yeah, and going in, you know, like with the DMs yeah, and stuff, you know what's going on. And then, one thing that was interesting was in the wide shot of the flashbacks where he's de aged, his body is not de aged, and you can see the movement pattern of an old guy, which was interesting. And his voice definitely sounds no. weathered the whole time. Now, once we got into him just playing his age, then it it felt more appropriate. You're looking at an Indy who lost his son, and that okay. trauma is there. And right, look, we got to talk about all this right now because I enjoyed the first twenty minutes of the film because even with all those things, that's Indiana Jones. Yes, it was Race, jumping on train like. And after that, like Rich said, we're watching a guy. First of all. 
I am sick and tired of showing up to these movies where we see the heroes that we love end up lonely alcoholics. Yep. And mm. I've never seen Top Gun, but correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the beauty of Top Gun Maverick the fact that when you caught it with Maverick, he wasn't some guy that was afraid to fly. He was on a bender. No. He, he had doubled down. He was the Batman we needed to see in part three of Nolan's Batman. He, this guy he, was gullier than a mug. And that's who you hoped he'd be. And how have you not seen that movie still, Lawrence? I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but, but after all of that, that's who you hoped he'd become. And, yes. And seeing Indiana Jones and seeing where he is, it's like, this is not what I hoped for after the credits rolled in Crystal Skull. That yeah. first of all, your son died. Yeah. So now we're dealing with like, and I feel like these directors, and James Mangold is great, but these directors want to bring these real world implications and this real world cynicism to characters that were just fun in the 80s. Yeah. We're not supposed to have a grieving Indiana Jones. No, we're supposed to go on a wonderful adventure with this charming guy, and that's not lost on age. And last thing before you got to go, and then you can jump in, because I want to say all this stuff while you're here. The reason why no one went, again, talked about Michael Keaton's age in Batman. Oh, cause because he a mug. Well, because they didn't make it an issue. But if, well, you, if, you, if you're going to show me Indiana Jones barely able to get out of bed, then later mm. that day he gets into a fist fight with Nazis. Hey. I'm calling yeah. flag on the play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 made him being physically old a part of this story until they didn't want it to be anymore. I'll tell you what's interesting. Harrison Ford made it a point to uh, to tell the stunt team who portrayed him in all those shots not to portray. The best version of the moves, but to portray how he would do the moves, which I thought was actually a great note for him. Now, yeah, I, I think as an actor and as a director and as a writer, that's very interesting. Yeah. But I think in the realm of Indiana Jones, no, you cut a rope bridge and rode it to the other side. Like realism doesn't belong yeah, here. And yeah, but you start putting about, realism in there. Indiana Jones in his 70s. It needed to be that, and that's what they advocated for. But Indiana Jones in his 70s in this world moves like Michael Keaton did in The Flash. In this but, world, but he's Indiana not supposed to... Like Fast and the Furious. And I think if, if they played that out, we'd, we'd be complaining how a 70-year-old guy looked like Spider-Man, which is what I was complaining about the last movie where, like, Shia LaBeouf was basically just Spider-Man swinging through the jungle. But we didn't complain about a 75-year-old Michael Keaton doing the stuff he did as Batman. Because There's a way to split the difference. True. That's There's true, but Indiana Jones has never been comic book like that. It's been paranormal. It's been supernatural. It's been a lot of things, but it hasn't been super... Then, then let him fight like a 70-year-old man, but then there's charm to it. It's not, I'm 70 years old, and this hurts. I can't wait to get home. It's like, this hurts more than last time. I should just shoot but, you instead. No, that's Indiana Jones. But that's Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, I was just going to say that. Like Indiana Jones' mentality has always been a borderline lazy and straight to the point. <laughs> but full of charisma, not grumpy. Yeah. And this grumpy version was not fun to go on an adventure with. And the, and the, and the girl he went with was like a jerk. She was so uh, unlikable. She yeah. was. Yeah. And she had daddy issues. That's not your daddy, though. Yeah. <laughs> you she had was... a... And then, but I will say this like uh, his friend from, uh, from uh, the desert who you see driving the cab. Mm -hmm. Like, 
he captured the excitement of what those older films encompassed. Right. And everyone else didn't. And they went and rewrote history. That guy that Indiana saved on, on the freaking train, this character was made for this movie. They created history for a character that has history since 1980. Yeah. So we don't care about him. We don't care about his daughter. We don't care about her daddy issue. She set up Indiana Jones to die like 50 times. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then he, and, and Jack, real quick, before I know you got to go, our hero, the guy we've been watching since we were kids, we would put on fedoras and have jump ropes and use them like whips because we wanted to be Indiana Jones. In his last real scene where he's supposed to be heroic, he's like, let me just stay here and die. That's our hero. That, that, that's our last take. And then by the end, all that happiness isn't even earned because she had to knock him out and drag him home. Well, Jack, that's West, dude. Well, hang on. There's there's something to be said about the script placing another narrative hero at the figurehead, and it wasn't Indiana Jones. This film almost does what Crystal Skull does in Passing the Torch. Crystal but Skull pass- does it much better because well, at least it's Chris- a happy ending. The- Crystal Skull does it clearer. This almost looks like it's going to be like if there's another Indiana Jones, it will be with the lady and it will be like a Tomb Raider type uh, national treasure film. You know what I mean? Which is fair. She was, she was just in it for the money. Like She I was. See, they gave any... the heart with the kid. I mean, they set it up that way and I don't care. The point is in Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones got married. Like he's going into retirement happy, the way we want to see our hero. Yeah. Not not saying I'll just let me die here and I have to. Well, punch you saw that they were in a place coming in with this movie where if things had gone differently with Shia LaBeouf, he would have been in this film. You know, this would be a very They didn't have to kill the son off. He could have just been in like Minnesota raising kids. It's been like 15 years. But he passed the hat to the kid. They ignored it. And yeah, they definitely they ignored it. And his character never would have enlisted anyway, the way he was written in Crystal Skull. So my point is, this movie was written and directed by wonderful creators who had a cynical, realistic take on what it's like to get old, and that's not what we want from Indiana Jones. We don't want James Bond to show up like, I can't drink anymore, I got an ulcer. It's like, no, save that for the real world. <laughs> Unless he's doing Doc Holliday with that ulcer from drinking. Oh, man. Uh, so, real quick while we have you here, let's give this a rating, and Richmond, I'll, I'll just trash it while you leave. Great. <laughs> I w- Listen, I would give this thing a solid 6, 6.5. I'll say 6.5. It is, for me, it was it was a better film than Crystal Skull, and having Harrison Ford back, and when the John Williams scored in uh, and this was his uh, his retirement score coming back to do Indiana Jones played in the opening scene where they had him de-aged. I was excited. They had the me at first Jones. twenty minutes was indie. I'm with you. First yeah. twenty minutes was indie, and just seeing the first twenty minutes, and it had it been a short, gets a six without even trying. So this movie, I give a six point five. Pretty generous. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a solid four <laughs> on a good day. Ouch! It was like 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 I said the first twenty minutes. Yes, that was Indiana Jones. After that, it was a crotchety old man that didn't want to get out of bed. He didn't even want to teach his class. Like, what are we talking about? My man, yep. he didn't he didn't get 
interested in that in that in that class in that lecture until Wombat started, you know, spitting off facts that I was like, yes, ah, this yeah. man was ready to retire. He was on his last day. He was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, why true. are we watching this man? Yeah, and you can always get the class's attention by saying, you know, I was possessed by voodoo before. <laughs> <laughs> he has stories to but bring he did them think, back. Ah, uh, he did. We right. got that. I'm giving this bad boy a five. It's, right. it's a okay. five for me. I think it is not how I want to end my character. Crystal Skull had a lot of issues, but I got to leave Indiana Jones in a good place, thinking about where he might be in life. Having him grieve his son's death is adding a, le- a level of pain to Indiana Jones I never want to see. I never want to know that much about him. And when I do, I want it to be like when he bumps into his father in Last Crusade. Oh, this is delightful. I don't ever want it to be like, Oh man, <laughs> it's hard getting out of bed today. That's hard for me. And um, and Jack, real quick, don't introduce time travel and a son that died in the past, and we don't even like. Right. Wait, but did what? you understand the time travel was interesting? It wasn't time travel. It was they, just a door to. No, but it was a door to a very specific time only. He had made a time travel machine that would only take someone back to that very specific point in time every time. It wasn't a dial where you could yeah. choose where you went. It was a dial that took you right back to Archidemus's time because he was looking for someone to help him. That was it. And, and, I, and, I, get, and I get that when you get the wonderful director, James Mangold, who did Logan, that wanted to bring a sense of realism to it. But in Indiana Jones Adventure, don't bring me in time travel with a guy that loves studying the past, with the guy whose son died in the past, but you make rules that this device cannot be useful for this well, character at all. The well, rules we, didn't help the plot. Dial is sitting on his table. But he didn't have the other half. Yes, he... They had to find the, the other half. Well, he's at, oh, at, at the, the end. end. At the end, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't... The rules felt like a cop-out. The rules, like, we have time travel, sort of. <laughs> we can't do any cool things with it. Right. So but, that's it. <laughs> but that was kind of like that in itself was the twist the twist was it's a machine that lets you track uh these temporal time disturbances but it only tracks something that sends it right back to where it was created how's that the more interesting choice i just i don't know that it's the more interesting choice but it was interesting that that was actually the paradox in machine it wasn't a time travel device it was a it was a distress signal it was a help me signal he didn't help them nobody yeah. did <laughs> so like what was the point yeah no. <laughs> all right jack i know you got to go man we're we're going to talk a little bit more about it but 5 4 and 6.5 which like is five. like a 5 4 I have some five. All right. See you guys. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Peace. Man. So y'all heard a lot of our thoughts on this. I'm not, I don't got to do a giant recap for this movie, Rich. You kind of shared our thoughts. My, my, my main issue is that, like you said, this kind of movie is like watching Schwarzenegger. You know, you don't want to see him revisit a character and it's the version of him that doesn't want to be there. It's yeah. like this just Indy has to be likable. And Harrison Ford, I don't trust you. Because he, he did the same thing with Han Solo. He I'll come did. back as Han Solo 
and we'll find out that my son turned bad, which ruined our marriage, and then I'll die in it. I felt like he's always trying to die, kill these characters off. You know what? I would have been, I, I would have respected the movie just a little bit more. Like, say if he he did happen to to stay at, during that battle, mm-hmm. I would I would accept it a little bit more than what what happened. He got knocked out by by Wombat, and then dragged back to the back, dragged back to the future or the present day. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then to to what to still be grieving or to and, be reunited with his his you know estranged wife like well, I don't, and I don't get how when Marianne comes back and they're kissing and all that stuff like what changed like how is that moment earned like what happened they had a rift obviously right why how was that rift healed all of a sudden because he was shot I guess like, he, uh, don't he always get shot he always gets shot it's going to be his tenth time getting shot now. It just felt like that ending was playing for nostalgia and it wasn't earned. Yeah. And I would have been cool with Indy staying only if it wasn't I'm staying to die. Because she kept saying, like, you're going to bleed out. You're going to get all well, the nah, infections. He, respectfully, he was going to die. <laughs> he got right. shot in the past with no antibiotics or anything. So <laughs> like, going to die. Him staying in the past wasn't even like, well, this is my purpose. I need to help them. It was like... I'm tired of fighting. I just just leave me here to die on this beach. Nah, I, I saw it more of like he because he likes seeing the past and everything like that. And there was like a once in a lifetime chance to actually see future or the past unfold in front of him. He couldn't mm-hmm. change it because if he changed it, then you know things will change in the future. So right. he really can't help them. Like he has to kind of like sit back and like be like the watcher from Marvel. He has to like sit back and just watch it all happen, which he probably wanted to do. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, it would have been better than being a crotchety, being a crotchety old man just watching like crap TV, or being a crotchety old man and maybe less crotchety watching the past unfold in front of you, right? And it's it's just hard, you know. Every Indiana Jones movie ends with him saving the day, right? Mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. They all look at it. He indirectly saves the day, gets the Ark, whatever, and then he doesn't do anything here. Like the Nazis just got speared down like he didn't do yeah. anything yeah i mean from i already knew what was going to at first i was like oh this is about to um i was about to uh, archimedes i was because when they when they dug him up you know he had to watch and then you saw the uh mm-hmm. the description where it was a it was a plane rather than mm-hmm. the uh, phoenix so I, at first i was like oh so archimedes already came to the future but then when he That's started flying I'm just like, wait a second. They never, they couldn't fly back then. So like, how to? If this is the only way to to get to these rifts, is through the air. Then I was like, ah, kind of. I kind of put the pieces together. So, I mean, the Nazis weren't going to be able to do anything except they, like, what if they 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 had even if they even if they survived that, they have limited amount of ammo. They, no, they, yeah, they the movie became inconsequential. Yeah, like there's nothing. There was nothing for them. They couldn't do anything. Maybe if they struck groundfall or whatever and infiltrated into the into the society maybe they could have changed things but they but got knocked they, down by like by, by fireballs like it cha- they wouldn't be able to, to to plan out the trajectory of the next 200 years to change what they wanted to change which right. was the nazis win um this one youtuber who does movie reviews said it was interesting the second we saw the watch in the guy's tomb and like you said, the propellers, the plane on on the on the tomb. Right. He was like, it shows us that the past can't change. Mm. Like it's it's already in a loop. They've already done this before. 
So it's probably something that can't be fixed or changed. It's already running on loop. The watch is in the tomb and the planes are there because you're going to go and do this thing. So like, it's like sometimes you do a time trial where like, no, this is a fixed loop. There's nothing you can do. You can observe it, Mm. which meant that the whole fight of the whole movie didn't matter if the Nazis got the dial. And none of it actually mattered because they would have went through there and wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what was the point, Rich? <laughs> just like this movie, there was no point. There's right? no point. Oh, man. man. And then why didn't the other plane get shot down? The slower one. Yeah, right. With the more inexperienced pilot. Right? I, <laughs> like, bro, I don't know. I or, don't or maybe because it was smaller, the other one drew the maybe, fire more. Yeah, maybe they were focused on that one because it was bigger, you know? Maybe. Um, I do love how they thought they were dragons. I do love that. Yeah. I mean, back in that time, well, you see something flying in the air. What, what else are you going to think it is, right? They never seen a dragon. The fact, you know, but they, they, yeah, their stories. Um, without recapping, I'll say I thought it was a missed opportunity not to bring Short Round back. Yes. And I know that this they made this movie before he became a freaking star. But you know if the timing was different, he would have been in this movie. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He would have been I mean, in this movie. If they brought back freaking um John John Reese Davis, then yeah, they definitely would have brought him back. And I mean, was Ant- Antonio Banderas, what he was he in ever I don't Maybe think I he was him. ever in any of them. Yeah, so they just forced a whole friendship that we were supposed to care about. See, I'm like, I was same thing with that. the dude in the beginning and his daughter. Like, that character was never in Indiana Jones. True. Yes, bro. See, there was a whole bunch of forced relationships that I was supposed to care about. And I'm like, who are these people? And you're wondering, like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I care about these characters? And it's because <laughs> they was never even here. Right. Dude, and if you this... didn't want Shia LaBeouf, how hard would it cast Miles Teller? Cast, like, an actor that's similar. Like, how hard would it be for this to be an adventure with Indy and his son? Like yeah. recast them. Remember when? Remember when Terrence Howard was War Machine, and they decided to re- they didn't just kill off War Machine. They, they, they recast him. No one better than I. No one better than I. Don Cheadle is still eating off yeah. of the character. Oh yeah, man. So that's pretty much our fast and loose take on it. I feel as though Crystal Skull had its issues, but like I said before, at least it left me with the indie who got the girl, who's happy. Whose son takes the hat. Like, that was the way you want to end things. You don't want to end, see India's having a bat and banging on his neighbor's door. Turn it down! Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you, man? And I mean, they pretty much stuck with the whole Indian, India, uh, Indiana Jones formula, which is, you know, an adventure that they had to solve. Throwing yeah. some Nazis, throwing a really big Nazi. Yeah. You got some orphan <laughs> kid that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. And rush to the spot to unlock the one thing that before the enemy does, but the enemy gets it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And the thing that the enemy gets winds up being his undoing. Right. <laughs> Which is pretty yeah. much how they are. But you know, what's, you know what's different, Rich? I you don't have the charm. Tell, you I don't can't have tell you the charm. plot to all the Mission Impossible movies. I can't tell you how different they all are off the top of my head. What mm-hmm. I can tell you is I love watching Tom Cruise do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as he's likable, I don't care how similar these, these movies are or not. I'm watching you do the thing that no one else can do. 
Yes. I can't and tell you how different Jackie Chan's movies are, Rich, but I love watching him work. Yes. And this one, bro, it, like, Harrison Ford was just unlike. Well, let's just, let me say Harrison Ford. Indy, Indy was just unlikable. He was right. he, he, pretty, yo, just put this man on the couch, give him a TV dinner. He'll be good. Like, that's, that's all he wanted. That's, that's all he wanted in life. And, he, and you felt that throughout this whole movie. Like, why am I here? Why right. am I doing this? Because no matter what you're doing, it's never going to heal the fact that your son was killed. Yeah. Like, whatever you're doing is not going to fix that hole in you. So it all feels like, what's the point? Yeah. What's the freaking point? And, it, and and I would even accept it if they like somewhere in there he kind of like got greedy with it and like he started doing it so he can turn back time to bring his son back or maybe prevent his son from going to war. Or Flash. Yeah, do something like that. Well, when you introduce time travel, Rich, I mean, you got to try. Yeah, but then they brought the, like they brought like the whole thing where it was just a homing beacon to to go back to that one point in time. I'm just like, that's kind of whack. That's so. What was the point? That's that's whack. All right. I don't, yeah. I, I, as you can tell, Rich and I didn't like it too much. And without Chris and Jack here, we're just going to get into bashing territory. So we should probably get out of here. Yeah. But uh, I'll say the first 20 minutes were great. And the de-aging is whatever. You know that it was going to be there. So I can get around it. Listen, I tell you, Jurgen, Jargon, whatever his name was, Jargon, he looked way better than Indy when, when, they, when they went back into what it when they went to the present time, oh, I the, uh, there was who the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He had he a little bit on him, but I feel like he's he's he not eighty much. years old. And yeah, he, I want to know how he survived that. Right. That's the biggest red flag. I was like, thing. wait a minute, he, he, that that train was. That it took, took his, his head, off. head off. Now, like, to me, no way. the whole time I'm thinking. That relic did something to him. I thought the mm. relic he had like is the reason why he's not dead. Like right. there, there's something to uncover there. But no, he just took that pipe to the face on a speeding train like a man. Man. <laughs> he should be dead. Dead. And mm. Jack said we're not supposed to like fast and furious this thing, but that was fast and that furious. That was fast and furious right there. <laughs> All right. Because I'm like, and not even Rich, not even a scar. Not even. I, 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 I don't know. I was I was looking at it. I was like looking hard. I was like, there has to be something on this guy's head. Something on this guy. Like, give me some type of physical like uh, crippling, some type of physical you know, handicap that he has. Like, there was nothing. On he him. got hit in the face and flew off a speeding train. Nothing. There wasn't a limp. He didn't have a gimp arm. He didn't have a scar on his face, a nothing. deformed face. Nothing. My man was Indeed. good. Indy was more broken down. Bro, what? Oh, come on, man. I was like, this is this is wild. Let's, this let's is get, weird. Speed the movie up. Come on. The chronological how this falls chronologically is Temple of Doom, mm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade, Crystal's Crystal Skull. Then the first twenty minutes actually take place after all those movies. So this that so Indiana Jones hasn't had another adventure since that train right so i'm seeing the effects of what happened on the train on this guy's body <laughs> mm. yeah yeah and the bad guy's like that was a tuesday i get thrown <laughs> off the trains all the time Listen, <laughs> this is not i got hit in the face with 
80 mile an hour objects all the time. Let's go. All the time. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that's our take. That's our very crude take. We usually do a deeper recap here, but since Christian and I both didn't like it, like I said, this is just talk, turn into us crapping on this whole movie. <laughs> I will say Harrison Ford is amazing in it. He made a choice as an actor to play it this way. That was the direction. We didn't like that direction. Nothing against his acting, nothing against the directing. We just don't like the choice they made. Um, But that's that. And I guess this is the last Indiana freaking Jones. Oh, it better be. I was, if if there was any hint of a sequel at the end of this, I would have flipped over chairs. I don't even know how I would have done that because they're bolted to the ground. But still, it's <laughs> it's 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 she to me is just too unlikable. She is. Like, she she is. Too, is. She's too old first to have those kind of daddy issues. Like when you saw Shia LaBeouf in the first Crystal Skull, he was young enough to be that immature. Right. So you kind of buy it. Here it's like you're in your thirties. Like I said before, Rich, he's not your daddy. So he's not the one you have issues with. And your daddy was there. It's not Indy's fault your daddy went crazy. Right. So all your beef with India resentment is like, feels forced. Like, and, and to the point where you're leaving him to die. Like trapped to die. Like Multiple I didn't get times. it. So then by the end, I'm supposed to buy like you had this change of heart. And now you, I'm like, no, you're a jerk. You're a jerk from the beginning. You're still a freaking jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like her. Yeah. I'm at like, all. Like what? No, don't act like you like this guy now. Like you literally tried to get him killed. Like no I way. Hated. Now I liked her in the beginning when she was like she knew all the answers and was like I memorized. Like I, I liked. Oh, I'm like okay. I, I like this character. She is right. like a newer version of Indy. Like she's passionate about it. And then we saw what she was. Like you're a jerk. You yeah. let this guy to get shot up by Nazis to steal something from him. Like. That's she didn't care to that level. He could have died at that school that morning and she would have been good. Yeah. Screw her, Rich. <laughs> Screw her. I don't like her. Well, Rich, that's that's our take on it, man. It's got a solid five. Not yep. a solid shaky five. It's not shaky. a solid five. It's a shaky at best. Very five. shaky. Watch Chris uh, come in here and be like, I give it a nine. I enjoyed it. I loved it. <laughs> I I wish Chris was here. Just to crap on his dreams, like that. <laughs> I, I was kind of building up my whole argument for him, just to like. Just, I was waiting for. I might do it a little bit next week, but um, yo, it's time for some recommendations. Recommendation. Yes, Rich. Now I really, honestly, don't got nothing because I found out Chris was gonna be here like two seconds ago because I didn't check my text. <laughs> but honestly, here are some recommendations if you like Indiana Jones. And you felt the way we did about this last movie. Well, here's some recommendations for you. Indiana Jones 1 through 3. Yeah. Especially Last Crusade, the third one. Banger. Mm. Uh, yo, Tomb Raider's dope. Tomb Raider, yeah. Tomb, Tomb Raider's hard. dope. And even the Angelina Jolie ones was cool. But the newest one's pretty dope. Uh, what else is there, Rich? <laughs> what uh, else is there uh indiana jones like movies nine movies if you like indiana jones oh uncharted yeah uh, play uncharted <laughs> play play uncharted yeah play that uncharted sounds, that sounds right 
Uh, oh, National Treasure. How can we forget National Treasure? Oh, my treasure? bad. Yeah. Na- I mean, National Freaking Treasure. I think that's that, 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 that's it. Watch National Treasure, I think, one and two. Indiana Jones, one through three. Play Uncharted, Tomb Raider, especially the reboot. Give us one more and we'll take it home. The Mummy? Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, yeah. one, two, and three. And I'm That's gonna throw, how it's supposed to be. Yes. I'm going to throw one out, one more out there. It's not really... No, that's kind of Tomb Raider-ish. All right. uh, the Lost City. It's more of a comedy. The Lost City. The Lost City has Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. And it also I Brad Pitt was in it. I didn't see that one. Nah, really? It was, pretty, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was a little funny. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Because Brad These Pitt rolls up in there. All right, so just real quick. The premise is... Sandra Bullock's character, she writes these like romance novels, right? Uh, Channing Tatum is like the face of the novels. So people have, you know, the women have all these fantasies of Channing Tatum, this, that, and the third. So he wears a wig and all this other crap. So she actually gets kidnapped. Some stuff happened. A dude rolls in there who is Brad Pitt and literally just goes in and just kicking ass as he's going through this whole, like, this whole, she was in, in an encampment. And he, she, he rolls up in there and just wop, wop, wop. Just like in the books, just like in the books, and Channing Tatum was trying to keep up, and it, it to me, I thought it was funny. It was Brad funny. Pitt's like in it, in it. He's like in it, in it, just for a little bit, but he's in it. He be doing these cameos. He does. And yo, I don't know if you you watched Little Dicky, but he was in Little Dicky for a little bit. The last episode of Little was Dickie. he in Little? No, he wasn't. Yes, he was, bro. Like, a, like pretty much the whole episode. It was Brad, hilarious. Brad Pitt just showed up on Little Dicky. Bro, he was like a he was doing a cameo on one of his music videos, and then he just showed up and he was like, "Yo, are we gonna make some music or what?" I'm like, "This is great! This is so great!" I love that he's at that point in his career where he's like, "I'll just do whatever I want to do." Because he had that yeah. two second cameo in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. He got electrocuted. Actually, he, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's all it was. You saw the quick image of him getting electrocuted. That's right. Man. Yeah, listen, watch a little Dicky. The le- just go straight. It- Everything else is inconsequential for the most part. Uh, there might be some things you need to ask questions on, but just for the Brad Pitt portion of it, <laughs> just watch the last episode of season, I think season two, season three, the latest season of Little Dicky. I'm telling you right now, you will not regret it. I love that he's just like, I'm just having fun. That's yeah. good, man. That's good. Well, we're having fun, Rich. Yes, we are. I think we held it down. I think we gave a good episode. What about you? Yeah, I think we did. You and Jack have done... Just two by yourself. This is my first time without at least one more person here. Yeah. I think you know. gave him a good time. Gave him a good show. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what we do. You haven't do. said, you haven't had to say pause as much. I didn't have to say pause as much. Why is that? Who's the reason for that? <laughs> I don't think it, usually I'll play off of something Chris says just so you have a look on your face. I don't think I have anyone to. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Don't worry. We'll have you saying pause a lot next episode. Um, Make sure y'all check us out. We're on social media, Instagram, TikTok. Check us out, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We also have a YouTube channel, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We got unboxings. We have, you can see our faces give these reviews and see how hard we roll our eyes at each other. If you want to get a visual of how we get on each other's nerves in a fun way. And uh, make sure you leave the review and tell your friend about it. And we'll be back. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Peace. That's how good stuff is.
Subject. 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 Subject.